good morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily this Monday morning. Um, I mentioned on Friday that uh, we'll be starting our Advent series uh, later this week uh, on the 1st of December. Uh, meanwhile, I've, I've got a little gap here for some mornings that um, I wonder what to do with them. And I, I decided I'd, we'd have a chat about our devotion, our devotional life, the way we uh, just in, on a daily basis um, seek to walk with the Lord. So I hope that will be helpful be using various scriptures and uh, hopefully encouraging uh, one another in this really, really vital um, matter of our daily, our ongoing devotion to, to the Lord. So let's pray and see what the Lord has for us this morning. Lord Jesus, we want to walk with you. We want to please you. We want to know you. And so often we feel very weak, we feel wobbly and we uh, feel guilty. Lord, I pray that you'd speak, us, speak to us uh, this, these next few days and warm our hearts and help us uh, to grow and become stronger in our devotion to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, before, well, no, not before, as part of this, I, um, I'm I want to go back and read, uh, read um, Eugene Peterson's introduction to Habakkuk. Now, I wish I'd read it at the beginning of the series that I've just finished. Um, I just, well, actually, Angie found it. She read this and said, oh, this is great. You must have a look at this. So uh, this is Eugene Peterson speaking about the book of Habakkuk, but I found really useful in terms of trying to understand what's going on in the world today. This is what Eugene says. Living by faith is a bewildering venture. We rarely know what's coming next, and not many things turn out the way we anticipate. It's natural to assume that since I'm God's chosen and beloved, I'll get favourable treatment from God, who favours me so extravagantly. It's not unreasonable to expect that from time to time I'll, uh, that I become his follower, I will be exempt from dead ends and muddy detours and cruel treatments from the travellers I meet daily who are walking the other direction. That God followers don't get preferential treatment in life always comes as a surprise. But it's also a surprise to find that there are a few men and women within the Bible who show up alongside us at such moments. Habakkuk is one of them, and a most welcome companion he is. Most prophets, most of the time, speak God's word to us. They're preachers calling us to listen to God's words of judgment and salvation, confrontation and comfort. They face us with God as he is and not as we imagine him to be. Most prophets are in your face, assertive, not given to tact or diplomacy, as they insist that we pay attention to God. But Habakkuk speaks our word to God. He gives voice to our bewilderment. He articulates our puzzled attempts to make sense of things. He faces God with our disappointment with God. He insists that God pay attention to us. Do you remember? How long, O oh Lord? He insists with a prophet's characteristic no-nonsense bluntness. The circumstances that arose, uh, Habakkuk, took place in the 7th century. Prophet realised God was going to use the godless military machine of Babylon to bring God's judgement on God's own people. Using a godless nation to, go, to punish a godly nation, it didn't make sense. And Habakkuk was quick 
and bold to say so. He dared to voice his feelings that God didn't know his own God business. Not a day passed since then that one of us hasn't picked up and repeated Habakkuk's bafflement. God, you don't seem to make sense. Have you said that lately? But this prophet companion, Habakkuk, who stands at our side, does something even more important. He waits and he listens. It is in his waiting and listening, which then turns into his praying, that he found himself inhabiting the large world of God's sovereignty. Let me read that again. It's in his waiting and listening, which then turns to praying, that he found himself inhabiting the large world of God's sovereignty. Only there did he eventually realise that the believing in God life, the steady trusting in God life, is the full story, the only real life. Habakkuk started out exactly where we start out, with our puzzled complaints and God accusations, but he didn't stay there. He ended up in a world, along with us, where every detail in our lives of love for God is worked into something for good. Isn't that brilliant? I, I love that. You know, um, this dear man, Habakkuk, I hope we picked that up these last couple of weeks. God, where are you? It doesn't make sense. But it's that, he, you know, he, he waits and he listens. And in his waiting and listening, which turned into praying, he found himself inhibiting, inhabiting the large world of God's sovereignty. And, and I want to really speak to us about waiting and listening. Um, thinking of our, poet, our daily devotions, there's that little book here, I'm going to be kind of pinching a few thoughts from him, The Radical Disciple. Um, I, 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 I wish we'd, you know, by the way, did you know that the, the word Christian is only in the Bible at the New Testament two or three times, whereas the word disciple is there all the time. Um, and we sometimes make a distinction, are you a Christian or are you a real disciple? Well, we, we're all disciples, we're followers, that's what we are. And, and, and as followers, we've got to, we, we need to be, be, be hot on the heels or close to the one that we're following. And, and so daily devotions in a culture that is so loud and so invasive is really, really, really important. And I'm going to pick out a couple of themes that, um, that John Stott. Uses in his book *The Radical D Disciple* a few characteristics of disciple, radical disciples, because that well, it, disciple means radical actually, because we're walking a different way to the way of the world. That that's you know, come, follow me, um, take up your cross and follow me. And so the, the the first characteristic John Stott picks up, and I'll pick it up for us too, is that of non-conformity, not conforming to what's going on around us. And and you know, for me, uh, you, you you know, I've said this so so many times. Every day we have that choice. Every day that the, the the pressures, the pull of the culture are such that if we to stand still is to go with the crowd, a bit like the escalators. You know, if we stand still, if we don't do anything, we'll find ourselves being drawn onto the escalator of the world. And as I was preaching the other Sunday, um, we talk about peace, the peace of God. There's, the, the world's full of fear. If you follow the way of the world, you'll get into fear and um, 
the way of the world that the, the, the you'll get into the the culture of the world you'll you'll find you're getting drawn into what the world values that um i me, myself love of myself and um my pleasure and uh, we'll, we'll get into the morals of the day the, the it's 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 blatant the uh, the 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 the, 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 the moral the, the, they're, they're not they're not God's morals they're not what God wants and so to do nothing is to is to is is to be getting into the flow of the world and so on a daily basis we want to that decision I, I, I'm not going to conform to the world around me um, of being a non-conformist um, I want to live differently and you know I've got a picture over there. Of, sunrise coming up over the earth and um, underneath there's um, uh, Bonhoeffer's quote at the dawn of each day stands the one who made it let the first thought the first word belong to him to whom our whole life belongs because it, 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 our calling is to be like Jesus <laughs> that, that, that's our calling you know I, um, I, I haven't got time to, my, my time's gone it's gone far too quickly this morning um, but you know, it says here, this lovely verse here. Um, if you live according to the, if you if you live according to the flesh, you're going to die. But if by the spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you're going to live. For those who are led by the spirit of God, they are the children of God. Then it goes on uh, in, a bit later on, Romans eight. You know this verse. We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who've been called according to His purpose. For those God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. He wants you and me to be like Jesus. And I'm going to spend the next couple of days talking about this. How, how do we do this? How do we, how do we make sure on an ongoing daily basis that we don't just go with the crowd, but we take a different route? As followers of Jesus and the, the point I want to make is that actually we the enemy would tell us this is a, a a route that will rob us of our joy and our peace whereas actually it does exactly the opposite it will give us great joy and peace if we begin to live like that so join me again tomorrow morning and we'll go a bit further have a really good day um, and um, hope to see you again tomorrow morning bye now